0: Yo, I see men walking. 10 men walking. Dead men walking. Them, my people's too. And you know who's dead right now? The ACC. You know why Florida State is leaving? Because Syracuse is down 31 to nothing at halftime to South Florida right now. That's why FSU is leaving the ACC. Yes. You are now listening to the sounds sports reports is ordered the biggest <laughs> movement since dip set you
1: know what i'm saying dip mr set, logical is set, in the building man here i'm in here jersey year you know what I'm saying?
0: two five is here san antonio alamo city b-boy stand up. up
1: shout out to darryl waltrip not me darryl waltrip jr Ty card number 20 was good that's what's up you
0: know what i said tonight it's Thursday. So what does it mean? It means pits, pits, and more picks. And then we gonna talk about... how no. Can somebody put in your contract for you to not be a fat ass and you are gonna be a fat ass anyway? It don't make no sense. Bro. I'm sitting on like a buck 88 right now. If they told me like, yo, we gonna... Cut your money once you get over 170. I'm at 164. If someone one million
1: man. dollars, you can tell me how much to weigh.
0: Stop giving this man shrimp and grits. Give him some kale. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. But anyway, tonight, it's time to get it off my chest. And I'ma be quick and simple to the point. Obviously, I'm on one right now. Yeah. But Stuff be pissing me off. I was sitting up here talking to Mr. Logical, just having a random conversation, just having a good old time. And then he going to tell me, ain't Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder fighting this weekend on the same card? And I said, hold up. Yeah, in Saudi Arabia at 11 o'clock Eastern, even though Deontay probably ain't going to fight until 5.30 or 6.30 Eastern or whatever. Touchdown Rams. But I was sitting up here like, this don't make no damn sense because I should not still be sitting here waiting until March 9th, the day that the greatest rapper of all time died, you know, to see Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua fight that should have happened six years ago. Because I don't care right now. You know, last time I saw Deontay Wilder, he was knocking out a dude like 30 seconds into the first round. Or something along those lines. But when I saw him before that, he was getting mollywhopped by my favorite singer, Tyson Fury. Then when I saw him before that, he looked like an extra from Spartacus and got his ass whooped, and then blamed it on the outfit. <laughs> you know, Anthony Joshua yeah, that out was here
1: dumbest excuse.
0: <laughs> and Anthony Joshua out here losing to, you know, Fat Boy Express. You know, Ruiz. No. You know, so I don't I don't even care. But bigger than Deontay Wilder and, and see, I keep wanting to say Fury, but Anthony Joshua. All these boxes are pissing me off. Because why do I see Jake Paul more than I see you? Now, I was not the biggest Devin Haney fan in the world, but a couple of weeks ago, he brought it. So I gotta give him his credit, even though I still feel he lost the previous fight. You know, but to Lomachenko, to, to Lomachenko, like, I thought he lost that fight. But the point that I'm trying to make is why he ain't fighting Tank? But then I hear these things about how Tank didn't want to fight. Okay, Tank, you don't want to fight Haney? Why you ain't fighting Shakur? Like, imagine now, me and you, 80s babies, you know, but we true, didn't really know true. what was going on most of the 80s. But what I do know is that life would have been a lot worse if we didn't get Sugar Ray and the Hitman.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: if we didn't get Hagler exactly. against both of them, if we didn't get Roberto Duran, you know, if no we mask. didn't get Riddick Bowe in Holyfield in the 90s, if we didn't get Tyson in Holyfield, if we didn't get Tyson and he's never seen a right hand like Lennox Lewis, if we didn't get that fight, you know, like, what are we doing boxing? you supposed to be about making money, and this is the problem. The fans are the problem. The fans are the problem. Y'all Same motherfuckers out here buying Madden every year, even though I just bought it the other day too. But the Straight point up. being is that why is boxing going to put on a show? Why would these fighters put themselves in danger to be called overrated and ridiculed if you're just going to buy the shit anyway, no matter who they fighting? Like, I'm literally convinced that you would bring Deontay Wilder out here and you would bring up a dude dressed like Big Hero 6 and y'all would watch that fight just to see Deontay Wilder knock out Big Hero 6.
1: It fights a fight. It wins a win. It wins a win. And we, st-
0: and we still got to wait to march to see Wilder and Joshua. Get over yourself.
1: I mean, we've been waiting since Obama was president, so it's not going to change anything. They still seem to be at least, I want to say in their prime or anything like that, but one isn't like completely falling off and the other one's on the rise. And now we're getting the fight a la like the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Right. Because that was like Pacquiao had been knocked out once or twice in the middle, had some brawls. Mayweather Last was basically. I ever just, was that. Yeah, I went to, I flew out to Vegas for that fight. I didn't go to the fight, but I was like in Vegas for the whole fiasco and paid all the overpriced for everything else. $175 to get in the club. I'm not doing that. But <laughs> boxing used to be a spectacle. It, it was such a spectacle that, like I said, when me and my boys flew out to Vegas, we watched it at my boy's house who lives in North of Vegas, and we drove back to our hotel. We're standing at the Luxor. So I'm driving back and as i'm getting off i15 to get to our hotel i just saw headlights one way all cuz the vegas strip is five lanes on one side five on the other side for the most part for the most of the strip it's like four to five lanes with turning lanes massive it's like a it looks like a, an interstate to travel up and down the vegas strip it was all brake lights going one way all headlights going the other way it was packed the city was jam packed for that fight and it seems as if a lot of fighters have tried to replicate that. No one's gotten close, but people think they're close because Mayweather did it twice because he did the same thing with McGregor, that whole, you know, mm-hmm. what is it? You know, your nine-digit check. Yeah. It's not a lot of dudes Man. getting $100 million for Yo, a fight. That was a lot night, of guys the think ma- they, they should get $100 million.
0: The night of the McGregor fight? I felt like I was living my daddy life. Like I was TDY down in Little Rock. You know, I was in the rescue squadron. So, you know, we were down there setting up for some hurricane relief in case we had to go down to Mississippi. And, you know, me and this white guy, you know, he's a security forces dude. We're walking around and we're going, trying to find somewhere to watch the fight. And we're walking down the street. There's this guy, black guy, white beater, pants sagging. So, you know, the cop comes out, you know, he's like, you know, look at this guy. We need to find a different route. Like, I don't feel comfortable right now. Like, you know, just all this stuff. So we get into the bar finally, Louie Louis or whatever it was called. We get in there and I felt like it was Selma. Like all (laughs) the white people were over here. All the black people were over here. And literally McGregor throw a punch. This side of the room is like, yeah. You know Mayweather throw a punch, knock him out. I was like, you know what? We gonna find somewhere else. We gonna find another bar to go to. That just but didn't even feel right. Boxing lived
1: <laughs> of that between the eighties and nineties. They literally have a movie called "The Great White Hype" off of that. Right? That concept, that ideology, <laughs> that 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 mental constraint that people were locked into. The problem is now these guys all think that because they're boxing now and they have belts. That they are equivalent to previous generations. You're not. None of you guys are Roy not. Jones Jr., none of you guys are Bernard Hopkins. And Bernard Hopkins is kind of like man, that man stole a move from a Gamecock. He's still out there in this, in this, this, you know, the the muck and the fray of those other guys, Dela Hoya. So you got guys like Garcia think like, oh, this dude's no better than me. It's like, yo, in his day, when before you were walking. These guys were in Olympics. These guys were getting robbed for medals on an international scale. Boxing was Mm -hmm. it. Boxing used Mm -hmm. to be king. And I think these young guys now are looking at it like I'm king because I box. I'm like, nah, dog. You have internet clout. You don't have Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson can go anywhere in the world. You don't know Mike Tyson's record, but Mike Tyson can go anywhere in the world, and people know him of all ages. Devin well, people can't, can't go anywhere outside of Maryland. Shakur can't. Shakur couldn't come to Jersey and shut a club down. Mike Tyson, yeah. in Atlantic City, when he was fighting, because he wasn't fighting in Vegas. Mike Tyson was fighting in Atlantic City. He was kicking it with mm-hmm. Trump before it was cool. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's like these boxes. These boxes today. Was America great then? I mean, for some people, it depends <laughs> on your, your tax bracketing, and you know, and your, and your hue and the hue of your whatever. So I know I where's my of, where's think,
0: my sixty to forty I whoop your ass
1: where's that at, yo? It doesn't exist because these guys, they you don't have the clout. Like Anthony Ruiz started, he had it because he beat Joshua, went out there smoking and drinking and partying, and lost the next fight. It's like yo, you mm-hmm. could have made a run at that. And we'll and we'll get into this conversation about weight contracts and the claim mm-hmm. because I think people are getting their dopamine hit off of. You get one every day. When you're, you know, in the public eye, whereas Mike Tyson had the fight. Like you had to be the best fighter to get the, the 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 publicity and the run. Like Ryan Garcia, Tank proved this dude hasn't fought anybody, and he proved it in the second round. Soon as he hit him with that left, and he went down, and was like, "Okay, I'm not." He knew then that I'm not wired for this moment. I mean, somebody fight FOMO or something. The rest of these guys don't want that because who? Ryan Garcia, who do you want to see him fight? Off the top of your Anybody. head.
0: Anybody. Like off the top of my head, I like to see him fight Lomachenko. You know, fight Teofomo. But
1: if he doesn't? Nobody.
0: I mean, he wants to fight. He wants to fight. He wants to fight Raleigh. He wants to
1: do all this stuff, but it's like you don't care because he got knocked out. Because he's not built for that moment. I think these other guys know. I'm not built for this moment. People saw what happened to Earl Spence. Spence wants his rematch. Because that's his only fight. That's the clause he has. If there wasn't a rematch clause in that. In that contract. Who thinks he is a viable. The way he got beat. Like I mean let's keep it a bean. Like the way he got beat by Bud. Is like. Are, do you. Am I going to risk my belt to fight you? What if you get a lucky shot in? It's like, you got beat so bad. I can avoid you and use the fact you got beat, you know, you got beat so bad against Bud, Even though I didn't do it just to keep my belts away from you and fight somebody else lesser and keep my belts. That's mm-hmm. what these guys are doing now. They get on the internet and talk tough. Twitter fingers. You know what I mean? These gangster thumbs, all of that. But they're not going to get in the ring. Haney, Shakur, Tank never gonna fight this Joshua Wilder probably won't happen well, we'll see I'm not optimistic because no one wants to break the mold and just risk it Cal's son
0: especially if one of them gets shot this weekend
1: actually <laughs> very retired because he fought an MMA guy he' not gonna fight no more maybe he'll come back in two years when he's our age we don't want to see that fight Right. He literally contemplated retirement because he got roughed up a little bit by Nagano. He had a fight he was supposed to fight later, like this month. It was like, nah, I, I think I might be done because no <laughs> one wants that because you can't come back from that because every they're riding all clout. They're, right. they're not. They didn't. They didn't climb on perseverance. They didn't climb the ladder. Like I'm not saying they didn't work hard. But a lot of Ryan Garcia's fight is is a clout fight. He got that fight with Tank Davis because he was going at Tank for two, three years. And Tank was telling him every time. Man, the way you move your head, I could tell you're not ready for me. And I was watching because I was I liked Garcia because I was hoping that I could get like the next fight, like the next wave of like boxing fights that's gonna be entertaining. And then Jake Pauls, he swung in there. And now he's his fights are probably most entertaining. But now he can't fight anybody. He's not going to fight any athletes. So now he has to fight real 10 and one boxers. Like, I don't want to see you mm-hmm. fight some dude named Terrence Johnson out of Missouri. <laughs> like, I don't care, like, if you're fighting a real boxer. It'd be dope if you fought 50 Cent. Like, I think that'd be... <laughs> how, how, like, but he's beating the shit out of people like for real so like 50's not getting in the ring with him I'm not calling 50 out but like no NBA player is going to get in the ring with him like Lamar Odom's not going to fight him you know all these right. celebrity boxers he has to fight like real boxers and the boxers that he's fighting are like I don't know who was this dude I don't know who this person I didn't even know he was fighting on Friday I just saw him knock this dude out with a uppercut mm-hmm. so yeah boxing I won't say boxing's dead but I think the fact that Saudi, it's in Saudi Arabia, I think Saudi Arabia is probably going to pay them a check. Oh, you yeah. know, We saw we saw what they were trying to give Mbappe. We saw what they, they gave Cristiano Ronaldo. We heard what they were willing to give Messi. They're giving the golfers. For, you see what they're giving the live golfers. they were willing to give Tiger Woods $800 <laughs> million. Dollars. Yeah. So you know, them saying, like, okay, you 10 fighters come. He would have made me. back
0: what he gave his ex-wife.
1: Yeah. Yo, she so. really beat she <laughs> really beat the cat like with a club. That's crazy.
0: She gonna beat that man and take the money too. Insult the injury. Yeah. Shout out to Jonathan Majors. You know, but yes. uh, you know, but yeah, what you got, you man? Get it off my of Scott chest. Uh, I get <laughs> off my chest
1: as simple as because we're gonna talk about football. Um, just third and two run the ball. That's it. I mean, I'm not even trying to get too deep. Third and two is a running down. Stop going five wide with your third string quarterback, your second string quarterback that's only thrown 100 passes in the NFL. Third and two, 200 pound, 225 pound running back who's five foot 11 and six feet tall. Give him the ball on third and two. Uh, stop doing the tush push. You're not wired for it. It's like my boy Jonathan, shout out to Jonathan J Allen. I mean, supplied ninja on Twitter back in the day. I am five foot eight, five foot nine when I was young. Jonathan, tall, six two, six three, light skin, big afro. I'll put him on the corner as bait, so we would get girls to, they would see him like, oh my god, look at him. They come over, talk. You like one of y'all braid hair? I braid hair. And then we make our move. I was a sure funny one. That was my move. That's what I did. I was the funny one, and I had a good memory. I would remember the phone numbers, and we chop it up, you know, and we did that until I joined the military. Then he met his wife. Now we don't do it no more. But for like a year, it was like what we did. That was like our thing. <laughs> I can't get mad because they like the tall, light skinned dude and not the short, dark skinned guy. I had to play my role. I can't be out here thinking I'm the Philadelphia Eagles. And I got Nick Mullins trying to run the tush push twice for a yard when I could have just turned and given it to the 230 pound running back. That I was having a career day. Like, I know that that's, that's me. I'm the, I'm that, I'm the career day running back. I'm the simple the logical. I'm the simple plan. I know this will work. <laughs> having Jonathan out there, tall, pretty boy, we out there. I got him on the corner. We out on Virginia Beach. I slide up with the jokes. Uh, uh, uh. I had a little bit of cash. We go get some Wendy's or get a hot dog and a Sprite from the gas station. We chilling. Like, that was the move at 18. We was Your move good. was the baconator, bro? Yo. that No, the double stack. <laughs> he got his. With oh, no the double stack. <laughs> only ketchup. He had the double stack, only ketchup. That's all he wanted. Sometimes they wouldn't even put cheese on it. He's like, I still want the cheese, just only ketchup. So like that was John's order. Straight up, that's that was our move. That was like a $4 meal. We put $8 of in gas in the Geostorm. We bought two Black & Miles. was good to go. That was our Friday <laughs> and Saturday night. So that's what we did. But that's what I knew. I knew my position in that situation. And I know what I wasn't. I wasn't the, the one that was going to attract the the car full of females riding through Virginia Beach. I was the one that's going to crack the jokes. That's what I did. So on third and two, everybody in, you're not Kansas City. You can't go five wide with this quarterback that can make the prime decision. You're not uh, Brandon Staley going forward on fourth down all the time. That's not what you do. You can keep it simple. Run it. Third and two, run the ball, get the first down, keep your drive going. Third and one, run it run it with a running back, pay the running back, get these guys his money so they can get you these first downs. Minnesota lost that game because they couldn't convert on that drive because they didn't want to pay Delvin cook. Delvin cooks get you that yard or he's not letting you call that play in the huddle. He's not letting you call that twice in a row. Like yo, no y'all paid me $16 million <laughs> to run that ball. Coach, give me the ball. Give me the rock. Yeah. Give me the rock. And now you like you're I, winning that game.
0: Well, my other thing is, I love uh, a couple of possessions ago, Saints on fourth and seven, throw a three yard pass to the middle of the field, and he gets tackled right away, like as he's trying to like scramble to the sideline and find somewhere to go. You know, like I just don't know. Like I, I'm not sitting up here saying. I'm an offensive coordinator, or anything along those lines.
1: But you gotta be. But we better than that. You better than something we've been seeing recently. And but I tell you what, twenty twenty.
0: But I tell you what, Desmond Ritter wouldn't have got off my bench.
1: (laughs) I like Desmond. I mean, he looks thirty. He does look. He had an old face. I give him that. But he plays like he plays like a, a scaredy cat. But he looks like
0: Mahomes a stressed out Mahomes. You know, like after hey, he looks like Mahomes after a, a double stack with only ketchup in a black and
1: mile. Yeah, yo, listen, that was jet fuel. That was jet fuel to 18-year-old couple couple of 18-year-olds from Virginia. That was yeah. jet. Fuel. We we were good all night, all night off that. <laughs> And it was like legit, man. $8 in the I gas tank it. at the Geo Storm from Virginia Beach all the way back to Newport News. And we go back out to the beach the next day. Like that was the weekend for a couple of college that. kids at 18 years old. It was a good time. Man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't fall. Shout out to Jay Allen.
0: I love it. You know, um, so the word of the day is disrespect. Ooh. The, the Baltimore Ravens. Feel disrespected that they are five point underdogs at San Francisco this weekend. Mr. Logical. Then this game is on Christmas night, by the way. Uh Mr. Logical.
1: Does Baltimore have reason to be upset? You said five point underdogs. I'm trying to get in Vegas'. It's- like, their they're construct, how they're kind of...
0: I mean, I'm imagining together. that it has to be the five points. I can't imagine that they think the they travel. should be the favorite.
1: It's the travel. I think the travel... Say the travel is two and a half points. And then the fact that...
0: Home field is San Francisco,
1: San Francisco, they're a track meet of a team. And they're playing at home on Christmas Day. They don't have to travel. They could do presents in the morning at home, come to the facility, play the game. Maybe that's maybe that's something that factor in. Maybe people aren't focused because it's Christmas for the Ravens. I don't know. But, I mean, it seems reasonable. You have two teams that are evenly matched. Records are pretty much the same. Aspirations are pretty much the same. So you got to chalk up. If, say, defense is a wash, you go defensive line, You give the edge maybe slightly to San Francisco, linebackers, San Francisco, defensive backfield, Baltimore, offensive line, run game, Baltimore, because they run it with the quarterback and they throw a wave of running backs, even though they lost a running back for the year with a 20 ACL. That was bad. That was bad. It looked, I like, I saw it live and then I saw like a Twitter replay slow motion it looked bad. It looked like a, like an ostrich leg. Like it, it like it bent backwards very awkwardly. And, and the thing about it, the tackle wasn't bad. Like I forgot who it was. I think it was like Wingo, the, uh, Wingert, the rented, the linebacker from, he just, he reached out for his left leg, grabbed the foot. And then when he, after he let the foot go, he stepped forward with that left foot and just, it just bent backwards in a very awkward way. But Baltimore comes at you in waves with the running back, whereas San Francisco gets Debo the ball, even Kittle on a jet sweep. And obviously you have the MVP front runner, in my opinion, McCaffrey now that Tyreek just kind of slowed down. So I would I give the rushing edge to Baltimore because Lamar runs the ball, either on design runs or keeping the play alive and then scrambling quickly for seven yards. I think the only thing you can give San Francisco the definitive edge is just passing games that they're, they're past game producing touchdowns. I think Lamar throws the ball. Well, I think he, he doesn't get as many touchdowns as Purdy, but I think the San Francisco passing game is kind of designed. It seems to create touchdowns off the passes, you know, like they, It sound, I know it sounds odd, but like, I think just Purdy and that offense, they look for the big shot more often. They get a lot of run, lot more run after catch because they're throwing it to guys like McCaffrey and Debo mm-hmm. Samuel and IU also Brock and MV
0: Purdy, huh?
1: I mean, you're it's they should literally really consider it. I think we brought it up first because I, I can't remember anybody else bringing it up. We brought it up the beginning of the year, at least I did for sure. They should just separate the awards. They should go most valuable quarterback and then like most outstanding player and allow anybody to win that award defensively, special teams, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, offense, defense, wide receiver, and then go like how college football does it with the Maxwell. I think the Max or the Davy O'Brien is Davy O'Brien,
0: Davey O'Brien. Yeah.
1: David O'Brien's is the nation's best quarterback. Maxwell mm-hmm. is the most outstanding player. The Heisman is solely as different ways in the NFL, but the, the Heisman is essentially almost. Uh, it's like basically the, the style award. award. It's mm-hmm. a style, the quarterback style award, or if you are just an ultra dynamic, you know, any other position. But in college football, they, they look at those stats. Like I said, Devontae yeah. Smith won it. So, so, so with all that being said, you
0: taking Baltimore?
1: I'm still going to take San Francisco because they're at home. Because I th- I think that they'll create. The, I think they'll create the touchdown opportunities with Purdy.
0: There's one thing that scares me about this game, because when I first looked at the schedule, I was like, yo, San Francisco all the way, just off of the schedule, you know, uh, at home Christmas, Baltimore plays Miami next week, you know, possibly for home field advantage. So, you know, all the things just lined up. And then I was like, did San Francisco really let Arizona run for 234 yards? So when I take in everything you said about Baltimore's rushing game, and I think of Baltimore, how physical they are, I can see the receivers having a little trouble in this matchup, like not being as open as they normally are. You know, uh, I can see Brock Purdy having to make quick decisions. I can see it looking a lot like, I don't want to be lazy, I can see it looking a lot like the Cincinnati game when San Francisco was in the middle of that three-game losing streak. But even with all of that being said, I'm still going to take yeah. the 49ers. I'm still yeah. going to take the 49ers. I, I, but, but, but I, but I, I wouldn't think,
1: be shocked. I, think, so, I, know it's NFL, I know they're NFL teams and you got to respect them. I firmly believe that certain teams don't get – they don't get the intensity respect of their opponents because of the way they are. I don't mm-hmm. think teams roll into now like – the Raiders, you probably should give them a little bit. I don't think teams rolling in New England thinking like, "Oh, I gotta get, I gotta bring my A game." I don't think teams are looking at Pittsburgh like, "Yo, oh, I gotta bring my A game," or the Chargers, the Arizona, right. even Chicago for that matter. At Washington, the Jets, maybe that's what happened with Houston. They they felt like, "Oh, we're gonna walk past them because Zach Wilson's been awful," and then Miami was like, "Oh, we saw that Houston didn't take them serious. Let's." Let's let's tighten the screws a little bit and make sure we keep them mm-hmm. serious. But so, San Francisco could have been like, because like like I said, my son's youth football team we had a, we had a team in our league that we knew couldn't score points. So that game is when the game our our coach would start the backups everywhere except mm-hmm. offense and defensive line. Everybody else was the backup. The quarterback was the the second string back quarterback wide receivers, second string, quarterback with second string, safety, The everybody else except the offensive line and defensive line. He was like, I'm going to keep the trench play the same. That way, if we don't move the ball, we don't move the ball, but at least we'll get a turnover because this other team can't really do much. But mm-hmm. he, knew that. he knew that going in. He would even tell the other coach, hey, wow. man, I'm starting with second string because right. he just knew that they weren't that good of a team.
0: Are you ready for stat time with 2-5?
1: Is this the Dallas stat? It is. Is this going to blow our minds? Maybe not.
0: I think think people are tracking. Maybe not how big the disparity is, but I think people know that they're different at home and on the road, so let's roll with it. 7-0 at home, 3-4 on the road. At home winning these games by 24.4 points per game. Dakota Rain Prescott. At home, seventy-four percent completion percentage, down to sixty-three on the road. At home, three hundred and three point six passing yards per game, twenty touchdowns, two interceptions. On the road, two hundred and sixteen point three yards per passing yards per game, eight touchdowns, five interceptions. And then, at home, eight and a half yards completion or per completion six and a half on the road. So when we peel it back, you know, it's like, okay, it's hard to win on the road in the NFL. Okay. Yeah. So they played Philly pretty tight at Philly. They had a chance to score and get a two-point conversion to force overtime. Didn't work out. Correct. They got absolutely, absolutely hammered and nailed by the 49ers. You know, they lost to the Kyler Merrillist Arizona Cardinals.
1: Hey, they had the the rocket scientist quarterback. And it, they, it's like I said, I'm upset because I picked them to beat. That was my elimination fantasy right. that week. I was like, ah, they're going to beat Arizona.
0: And then um, they lost 31-10 the other day? then they lost 31 yeah. to 10 the other day to a team that Mr. Logical didn't even think had any momentum.
1: I didn't think I, I didn't think they had any. Uh but they did hold Josh Allen under 100 yards passing.
0: They did. So with all that being said, why should I pick them to beat Miami?
1: Because Miami's record against teams above 500 is worse than Dallas's.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: That's it. Uh if you factor in I'm not sure if Tyreek's been ruled out. He's practicing. Practicing. But, but, but I haven't heard. Like, last week. How right. he has to be somewhat hobbled. I know his speed right. is beyond most NFL players. But if he's hobbled. Right. Can you, if you drop a few yards deeper on the snap, can you cut off whatever route? Because we all know Tua doesn't have a cannon. He has a very mm-hmm. smart arm. Like the arm. It's like a laser beam. (laughs) Like, it's a smart, it's a more aggressive Chad Pennington arm. They're both Mm -hmm. left-handed. He doesn't have the Michael Vick left-handed arm. He has the, you know, between Pennington and Vick. Like, Vick likes to go. (laughs) But it's it's timed out well. Like, when Tua drops back and he hits that foot and it's open, I think Mike McDaniel schemes guys open very well, but if he doesn't, if he doesn't get that first read on the drop open, Dallas just has just athletes all over the field from DeMarcus Lawrence, Michael Parsons, Bland, uh, Branch. You just, you have guys all over the place that could just make plays. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn, confident defensive coordinator, I'm not sure what his contract is, but it was rumored a couple of years, you know, last off season, that potentially they could get rid of Michael McCarthy and hire him. But then I think they end up paying him more. So he wouldn't go to another team. I think he's in that resurgence that he lost in that, you know, that, that run in Atlanta. So I think it's just Dallas has an opportunity to make stops. Mostert, Quietly, just it's ironic. I'm gonna say quietly has like 20 touchdowns. hmm Just running, and, and Man, we talk he's about a little banged back. up too. But they're all everyone's everyone's a little banged up now. It's December. All these guys playing yeah. is banged up. I mean, doing this podcast, my neck is a little banged up. So like, we all got <laughs> things going on throughout the year. So, uh, so who you got? I, I just think I got I got Dallas. I got Dallas because I just don't know if Miami. I know Dallas can beat a good team. I'm not sure if Miami can. So that's 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 the toss-up. Like I say, you know, somebody... Yeah, I'm taking Miami. To wash, so I'll t- you're taking Miami? Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm gotta, taking Miami. I, I think get. I'm going 15 out of 16 this week.
0: All right. Then...
1: Which uh, I've never done in my entire life. We might...
0: So right here on Thursday Night Football, we may be having an elimination game. You know, even though the Saints close out with the Bucks. And with the Falcons, so theoretically they could still win the South, but their wild card chances are probably about to end. You know. With that being said, the loser of this next game may see their wild card chance end. Live, I don't even think it's called Heinz Field anymore, but it's live from Heinz Field.
1: Yeah, I think it's like a sure Insurance Field or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 something. Yeah,
0: something. Yeah, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, and this is one of those games that's so weird to me because I feel like throughout history, (laughs) Pittsburgh just always foils Cincinnati. Like, you know, whether it's Vontaze Perfect knocking out Antonio Brown and getting penalties, you know, whether it's Carson Palmer getting injured, like there's just something always Pittsburgh is like the big brother to Cincinnati. I think I'm going with little brother this time because Mason Rudolph is starting, you know, they had to go pull him out of the trash heap. You know, the most thing that he's famous for is getting he's a hump. Hit in the head. <laughs> yeah, like that's you the You see the game when the game.
1: helmet came off and, and Miles Gary picked it up against Pittsburgh in yeah. last game?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it's you funny know, that uh, an act
1: of violence can make us laugh, but we'll go with it.
0: Yeah, but uh, Cincinnati's won three in a row now. In these three games, Jake Browning, 317.7 yards per game.
1: But... He might be throwing his way to a check.
0: But his first start, they lost to the Steelers and only amassed 10 points in that game. I'm going
1: to go with Cincinnati. What say you? I I know I said I'm not going to pick against Tomlin, but I'm not (laughs) picking against Tomlin. And I was thinking about this, was,
0: quarterbacks. <laughs>
1: I'm picking against I'm an old head, retired. Mm-hmm. I work in, I still work as a contractor for the Air Force. So now all these new things that are coming out. You know, it's not called an EPR anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: It's called an EPB. And I was asking mm-hmm. the people, what does EPB mean? None of them knew. They're all writing it up. I'm like, what does it EPB narrative. mean? it's narrative based. So enlisted performance board. I'm like, that's a dumb name for this document. So that already upset me. And then I was writing one that I was helping the guy write one today. So I'm trying to use my old school brain. Um, But the guys that are around me, like I talked to my did some mentorship, I help a guy with a resume and a cover sheet to try to get a contracting job with my company. So today I felt like, Oh, this these guys were receptive to my old school knowledge mixed in with their new school kind of you know situation i needed resolution we married our we married those ideas together came up with some good information like a year ago i had this major who's telling me to do like this paperwork two and three days early and i'm just like yo that doesn't make any sense because this is when i had been there like four or five months i'm like over the last four or five months man every single time i've i've gone through the Know the weeds to do this early. Uh, Y'all change everything. In, you change it up. You pull people mm-hmm. and then you're like, hey, Raphael, can you redo these so they look better? And I'm like, I could have just done them today instead of doing them two days ago instead of redoing them now because we have time. That's what they would like, say because we have time to do them. I'm like, just let me do Because they ain't the ones the that got to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I think Mike Tomlin's in that boat where. I think Kenny Pickett's probably receptive to him. I think TJ Watts receptive to him. I think Hayward's receptive to him. But I think these other guys who are, like, trying to buy into the team concept aren't receptive to him because it's like, you're bringing this old school stuff. I need this new school kind of attention. I can't get that with these bums throwing me the ball. Mainly the wide receiver. Tight ends, like, whatever. I get eight catches in two weeks. I'm good with that. Frymuth is probably good with whatever his numbers are because he gets to block and be and be physical and that's the thing that makes me pick against Pittsburgh because their skill position players need to buy-in to Tomlin and I don't think they are and I don't it's think he's not doing a good job I just think that they aren't seeing they're not well, seeing you ask- the, the they're not seeing the, the the you know the what's the road to Oz? to go to brick
0: the yellow, the yellow, brick, yellow road. brick
1: road, they're not seeing it mm-hmm. the way other guys are. Defensive players see it because they're, they're reaping Wait. the benefits, they're getting picks, they're getting sacks, they're getting interceptions, they're getting pressures. They are dominating the game. The other side of the ball isn't getting that same satisfaction.
0: Well, you, well, you asked the question during the pre show that I think is a good point. You know, at this point, is Tomlin checked out? Like, he doesn't seem to be going gladiator anymore or we don't care and all the famous memes and all that kind of stuff. Like he doesn't seem to
1: TJ Watch is never like that though. He just they said he's yeah. never like that. Good, bad, or indifferent. He stays even killed. Uh-huh. We're from the same city. We kind of have that same kind of demeanor. It was like, it's like like being from Virginia, like we're literally from the same cities like we don't get, you know, some people you know like they go over the top and it's real like ah we yeah. keep, we keep it pretty even keeled. He was like keep it pretty balanced. And I think that's what it is. I think he's like, listen, just stick to the fundamentals of what your job is. I think he's big on like do your job, block, run your route, mm-hmm. get open, catch the ball. You know, this will happen. Defensively, if I tell you blitz and hit the gap when you're supposed to hit that, hit that gap. Be here in cover three, be here in cover two, beat your man off the line of scrimmage, wrap up and tackle. He's telling the defensive players that and they can put that into action and they can see it immediately. Third and seven, they get to the stop. They come off the field. A game mm-hmm. where they, you know, a game they should lose, but they force four turnovers against Cleveland and they end up winning. So the defensive players can go in a locker room, and be like, yo, everything Coach Tomlin said to us came to fruition because he told me to be here and I was there and this happened for me. I don't know if Deontay Johnson can have that same conversation because he's like, "I'm wide open," and this dude can't get the ball. <laughs> So what? So what am I supposed to do? Just keep running, keep doing cardio, like McLaurin said. Right. So right. I think that's the disconnect. And then it doesn't look any better because if you look at the quarterbacks, they're all equally as inept. They're not. They're semi-athletic. They're not playmakers. They don't have strong arms. They're not great decision makers. So you have three of the same. Mediocre quarterback. It's not like you have, you know, like it look, you got Lamar Jackson and then you got Huntley as a backup. You have Joe Burrow, but you have Brown as a backup. They're essentially the same type of prototype pocket passers, smart. But if you had to bring in Blaine Gabbert after Mahomes and Kelsey is like, man, this dude can't throw me open because they're not the same. Pittsburgh has three of the same bad type of quarterback. So Pickens is like, I can't even tell you to put the other guy in because he's just as bad as the (laughs) starter. And I can't third string guy in because he's as bad as both of them. So what am I doing here? And I think that's I think that's the disconnect. And that's why it looks like Tom has checked out because it's like, I don't know what else to say to these dudes, but other than agree with them. Right.
0: And he can't do that.
1: (laughs) He can't do that. And then Najee Harris can't get off because it's eight dudes in the box because the dudes can't throw to the wide receivers who don't want to run routes. Well,
0: we'll see. You know, Oklahoma State's finest going to try to give it another attempt. Um, (laughs) Buffalo over, uh, just refer to 63 to 21. You know, uh, Uh, Coach Griff Griff I'm going to give
1: it a 38 to
0: 10. You know, Coach Griff Smith, you know, welcome to the fire. You know, Buffalo is on a mission to try to get to the playoffs. I don't know if it's going to succeed or not. We talked about this pre-show,
1: you yeah, know, trying to, look, trying to look at that
0: The tiebreakers are ridiculous. They got they lose the tiebreaker to the Jacksonville. To they lose the tiebreaker to Denver. Be
1: their downfall. That loss, yep, New England. so they got
0: so they got Chargers this week, New England next week, and then they close at Miami. Now this is the thing we mentioned: Miami at Baltimore next week. So Miami could be locked into the two seed. So there is a chance that Miami could rest starters against Buffalo. If that happens, Buffalo probably wins out and they get in the playoffs.
1: You think if you're going to rest starters and let your conference foe? Get yes, into the playoffs? because
0: only because only because you know, as I mentioned, Mostert's been like not practicing most of the season anyway. So he could probably use a few days. You got Tyreek Hill coming off an injury right now, potentially. And we don't know if he's actually going to play this weekend or not. You know, you've had Waddle go down at points this year. Who is the one that we were concerned coming into the season about? And he's the healthy one. So, yeah, I think you take the rest if you can get it. it. Because I don't know. I know that they're rivals. I don't know if Miami hates Buffalo the way that they hate the Jets.
1: So if Miami's locked into the two and Buffalo's fighting for the seven, do I want them to play me in week 18 and then come back and play me again in the first round of playoffs?
0: Well, I think it just depends on how everything happens because we talked about this. Because there's
1: potential for them to get seven. Yeah, I mean, they they might play their
0: starters, but we talked about this because Jacksonville might have a good ending this weekend.
1: You're the coach. What are you doing in that situation? You're locked into the two. They're fighting I mean, for six or seven, and you need you like we 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 have all these scenarios, all these Venn diagrams, connecting everything else. But you know, definitively, they could be seven.
0: If it were, but me. if you
1: knock them out. They're eight for sure. All right, I if put it like them, this. I put it like this for sure. But if nothing, any, if they win, okay, they can be okay, okay. okay.
0: What if you take that route and then you lose and you got to play them
1: next week? <laughs> I'll ta- I'll take that. I'll take that you know I mean? because even if you don't play, I mean, how many starters would you not play? Like I don't still know, I mean, you still you to play them
0: for like a quarter or something, see how you're the still going to play maybe.
1: enough of them to where. Because, okay, say, say you take your starters out, they were like, Oh, Buffalo's like, oh, we're going to show them they're suspecting us by taking your starters out and just letting us I, walk into the playoffs.
0: I, I put it like this if it was two five, if it was coach two five, I would play I'm my two. starters just based off of pettiness. If I'm the actual Mike I'm McDaniel, Miami Dolphins, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm the Miami Campbell Dolphins, if I'm the Miami Dolphins, and in. I got Tyreek Hill and I got Tyreek out, out here hobbling and Mostert can't even practice, I'm probably going to take the rest. And then next week in the playoffs, balls to the wall, pause. You know what I mean? Honestly, I
1: like the way, like the way Dan Campbell treated Green Bay. It was like, well, we can't get in. I don't want them to get in either. Granted, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Miami's gonna be Miami's Miami's in either way. But do you want to play them again?
0: Look, I put it look, 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 I don't like any of this talk, right? If I'm going to the Super Bowl, I gotta expect that I'm gonna have tough competition. We playing whoever we line up. If you can eliminate
1: okay, say you're right now To, to play
0: who? To play who
1: though? You would get, let me check the. Let's, let me run it down and you let me know if I'm if I'm in the right you
0: Then you let Trevor Lawrence come in there and throw for 350 on you. Okay, so <laughs> would you rather take
1: Jacksonville with Calvin Ridley, who still gets the ball and runs away from the first down marker? He still does that. <laughs> I think he's still gambling, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I would rather have a team that didn't just beat me Seven days before, or six, depending or if they on Saturday. Or,
0: you you talking all of that noise? Jacksonville has two things that Miami doesn't: a coach that's won a playoff game and a quarterback that's won a playoff game. Touchdown very, Saints!
1: They were also down twenty-seven. They were also down twenty-seven to zero. Yeah, so in, adversity in they can game. overcome it. And Doug, do we know Do we know if Buffalo, listen, know if Buffalo can Peterson, overcome adversity? And Doug Peterson got fired because he put Nate Sudfeld in to let <laughs> get into the playoffs. So that's what I mean. I wouldn't do anything to help Buffalo get into the playoffs. I okay. would play to beat them. Because if I can okay. get them from 7 to 8 for sure, because you don't want a team if I fight you, if we fought today and you're like, you know what, I'm going to be cute and only fight with my left hand and I beat you in a fight. You don't want to see me get in the week because even though you only fought me with one hand, I still won. I'm not lacking <laughs> confidence. I know I can hit All you. Right. I know these. I know. I know this hand and this hand hurts your face. So and there we I go. We got an eight-point
0: game. Sorry, Saints got the yeah, two-point conversion. They were down thirty to seven when we first started picking picks. So three fifty-three left in the game. Thirty to twenty-two Rams. I like the offensive
1: pass interference way to get away with it. Facts. Facts. So uh, I mean, Colts or say, Falcons? Timeouts. Mean, so get Colts. Shout out to my pops.
0: Yeah, I'm rolling with the Colts too. Even though I'm tempted to pick Atlanta, just because like I told you, I
1: just have zero faith. Well, 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 like I told you, like I told
0: you pre-show, like I told you pre-show, my thought is
1: Atlanta just needs somebody
0: that will make the pass. Like, because even with this being said, like you know, Ritter, y'all aren't getting blown out. The Falcons aren't just getting destroyed.
1: But that's that's the problem, and I said this early the year. And I'll say it with other coaches, McDaniel and Tua are on board with the deep crossing route, the deep post route, the go route. Like it makes sense to both of them. They call it
0: Uh-huh.
1: Vrabel and Will Levis. I'm not sure if he calling the plays, but they're on par with the let's go for it. let's go it deep CJ Stroud. Uh, Purdy and Shanahan, you know, obviously Reed and Mahomes. Arthur Smith doesn't call many plays to put Ritter in a position to make deep throws. The game that he benched Ritter to put Heineke in in the second half was against Tennessee. Ritter was eight for 12 for like 78 yards.
0: yards,
1: yeah, yeah. So He was still 75% completion rate. It's just that he wasn't throwing it downfield. Like, well, right? you called 12 passes in the first half. How many pass plays did you call where we didn't have two tight ends in the field or two running backs in the backfield to the point where there's no reason for the defense to even drop to any kind of zone that was deeper than 10 to 15 yards. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Arthur Smith thinks he's calling these great plays. And I'm like, I'm sitting in the stands calling your plays out. <laughs> like one of the, the, this guy's girlfriend was sitting next to me. She's like, you should be out there. I'm like, I know I really should. I should just hop over this fence and just be offensive coordinator because I know exactly how they want to call these plays. I definitely would have been the Col- Jets defensive coordinator and I would have shut the whole thing down, but
0: you know, well, the Colts are five and one in their last six, and in those six games, they've forced 13 turnovers. So, Tyler Heineke,
1: beware. He'll fumble and throw a pick. Garden on the just street plays is, with energy. He just plays with energy so, that th- those guys like. Anthony Richardson lost so, his job.
0: So, so word on the nah. So, so it's so a word, word on the street okay. is so, so it's so a word on the street is the Sea Chickens might have their lead chicken hawk back. So, Geno Smith might be making his return. We don't know if Will Levis is going to play or not. So, I mean, even if he does play, I'm taking Seattle, playoff life on the line, desperation. They got to have this win.
1: I'm taking Seattle, even with the Drew Lock momentum, just because it's his post-game press conference of passion. There I keep in mind, like, a lot of people can be a backup. You could be a backup linebacker, backup running back, backup wide receiver, backup tight end and still gets to run special teams, punt block, whatever you get in the game when they are going three tight end sets, and you get some turn. As a quarterback, even in high school, you don't play any other position. You don't get to get in as linebacker. You don't get to play safety. You're just watching the other guy fail or succeed and not getting a chance to do anything about it. I think he got a shot. Uh, I like it. So, even if Geno doesn't play, I think they still have enough to beat Tennessee. You know, Tennessee still is a okay. young quarterback, if, even if he plays as a young quarterback. So, yeah, I'll take Seattle. Even even in Tennessee, I'll still take Seattle.
0: Yeah, I like, I like that, too. Like, like I said, I think it's just desperation at this point. You know, um, season is on the line. You know, Rams are about to close this out. And Seattle's already lost twice to them, so no tiebreaker there. So... You know, you got Green Bay sitting there at six and eight. You know, Saints will be there at six and eight. Like, you just have no room for error. Like, you can't lose. Like, yeah, you you know, it's not an option at this point. It's just not an option at this point. Then there is a team out here with a chance to clinch the division. They are the Detroit Lions. They are going into Minneapolis to play against Nick Mullins.
1: In the gang, they get the division. Yeah, they get the division. They get the division. Yeah, I think they get that. Minnesota's on there. Kirk Cousins. I think the young boy from BYU. Josh Mm -hmm. Dobbs. Now Nick Mullins. So they're on their fourth quarterback. Mullins is a. He's a good story. He's probably a great locker room guy, but. It's not much that shows that he. So who would
0: you take? Who would you take? Nick Mullins or CJ Beathard?
1: Well, San Francisco had them both, and they had the same result. They ended up.
0: <laughs> they, they had the Trubisky Picket thing going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, you got apples and sliced apples. Like, what do you want? Because <laughs> either way, you get an apple. Like, you're getting the same thing. Um, so with that. He, and then, like I said, Minnesota, they fight hard. They had the run. They had the ups and downs. O'Connell has proven to be a good coach. He's just a matter of like, there's only so much you can do with personnel. I think good right. coaching, I think good coaching, good personnel leads to a lot of wins. Hmm. I think great personnel, average coaching leads to a decent amount of wins. But you could be a good coach, but if you have subpar personnel, it's only so much you could do. And if, when people tell me it's all about the coaches, whatever. Cool. I want you to take every pick any NFL team and have them bring thirty of their practice squad players to the active fifty-three and put thirty active fifty-three guys on the practice squad and go win a game on the road. Green Bay, Cincinnati. Go beat anyway. New England. <laughs> go beat, go beat any team that's you know, go beat Carolina at two and twelve with yeah. 25, 30 practice ball guys. You can't, like you still need the talent. Um, I think yeah. Minnesota's coach, like I said, he's proven that he can coach. It's just you're just running out of talent. Like Nick Mullen should have checked out of that when they called it the second time, like, yo, dog, I don't have it. I'm not wired for this play you're calling. Like, and then you try to get a five foot eight guy to push him, like. <laughs> um, he didn't even try, Detroit, he, like, he put his hands. It's like, what am I going to do against these 300 pound defensive linemen?
0: it's something to keep an eye on. Detroit is eight and one this season when they have one turnover or less, so I'm gonna put that in my back pocket to the playoffs. Come, you know, Minnesota is negative six in turnover margin, so yeah, I'm going with Detroit, you know, but I will say, I don't know if they're bringing Kirk Cousins back or not. Um,
1: I can't but, see it. I can't see a situation where they do.
0: But whoever their quarterback is next year is gonna be loving it with Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. So, you know, Kyle shout Murray. out to whoever that is. You know, oh, I like that. Um, I know I'm gonna regret doing this, Here we you go. know. Lost to the Rams, got destroyed by the bye week, but I'm gonna go ahead and take the wash to commanders to Me spoil. Too. To spoil the last home game at MetLife this season, you know, for the fact that they were even talking about Aaron Rodgers tells me everything I need to know about this team.
1: Yo, that conversation, it (laughs) was so stupid. It was like, it was so dumb. It was like, (laughs) you ever had a friend send you a screenshot from a dating app Saying this girl been in my DMs, yeah. And you look at the picture, you like dog, uh, that's a fake profile. That girl's that girl's I not like my cat, me I like my catfish on my plate, yeah. Like, that's that's not the move, and yeah. then you say it up front, like dog, that like <laughs> I had a friend of mine hit me up, it was uh, like a like a Middle Eastern, like a Middle Eastern girl who lived in Utah. I'm like, dog, like, there's no, they don't, where, where, what environment is there a bunch of like bad Middle Eastern girls that live in Utah that don't <laughs> know? He asked her like something like, he asked the question like, yo, you ever been to this place? It's like a place everybody in Utah would know. She's like, no, I've never been there. Like, oh, what is that? I was like, she don't know what that is. That's it. You don't Everyone know like- Maxwell's, bro. It's only six places. It's only six places in the city to go. No, this is a fake ooh, profile.
0: Ooh, how about that Thursday night game next week? What's that? Jets and Browns.
1: That's gonna be legit. But it's I like, feel
0: like that's a tra- I feel like that's a traditional Thursday night game. Like we've got that a few times.
1: Probably. Remember,
0: there was like there was like Baker Mayfield against the Jets on Thursday night.
1: When he threw like the longest incomplete pass ever recorded in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like well, yeah, the, Jets, uh, the Jets are in that same boat to where it was like, you're getting these messages <laughs> from this, this chicken is like, that's, that's not a real person. Anytime. Right. Some, I don't know of any player. I think Jerry Rice came back from a 20 ACL within the season that I can recall. Uh, T.O. had out. the broken, T.O. had the broken ankle. He came back in yeah. six or seven months.
0: Chamber, in yeah. the
1: chamber, running on the treadmill, and Adrian Peterson came back in nine months from his ACL and won MVP. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know Philip Rivers played on the torn ACL with a brace, but they ended up losing the AFC Championship game. So it doesn't happen where guys are just ligaments are torn and they come out and play and survive.
0: This is awful. Matthew Stafford is the first player in Rams history with four straight games with two touchdowns and no interceptions.
1: One <laughs> Kirk Warner, Ram. Hey, he must have been throwing picks,
0: bro. <laughs> Maybe he was Josh Allen, and we forgot about it. <laughs> that's you learn something new every day you know uh give me the packers over the panthers you know no need for no yep. big discussion there give me the Packer over. give me the packers over. but i don't know actually i don't know now that i said it out loud i don't know
1: <laughs> listen carolina scored nine points against the falcons because desmond ritter threw the <laughs> worst red zone interception yes he did it was like i looked at the replay i'm like i think i texted you as soon as it happened too I was like, who, <laughs> who are you looking at? Like, did it slip out of – even if it slipped out of his hand, Is like, who are you there. looking at? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, also, you know, I'm going to take the Browns over to Texans. It looks like C.J. Stroud is unlikely to play.
1: I still would you have know, probably so. taken Cleveland just because they're playing like that old school Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And then Number Joe Flacco just has league. a way. Joe Flacco, I think, just has a way of making people believe in him. But what did?
0: But what? What did we do? Did we like go to the Ghost of Christmas Past, twenty ten Flacco against Case Keenum?
1: I mean. And- it's a lot of guys getting injured. This is the this year's an anomaly of the amount of injuries. We had two quarterbacks Terry Achilles. We had Tom Brady retire. Cam Newton didn't get signed. No one we signed We Got concussions. Uh, Lamar's playing smart. Mahomes isn't playing lights out. Purdy's doing his thing, but it's kind of getting discredited. So, this is the year of this is why I'm so I'm banging on the gavels banging on the table so hard for a non quarterback to win MVP because mm-hmm. I think they're just trying to force. I think Dak Prescott's having a good year, but his road numbers are so awful that you can't bang with it. Josh well, Allen's having a um, great year, but he's thrown away three games and that's going to well, potentially fuck McCaffrey- the playoff spot.
0: Well, when McCaffrey runs for 116 and three touchdowns this week and Purdy is 17 of 31 for, like, 148, you know, so we we got a conversation.
1: Yeah, it'll be 40 yards of McCaffrey going for screen.
0: <laughs> <back>. <laughs> um You know, Tampa Bay hosting Jacksonville.
1: Reluctantly. Riding not the Tampa really Bay reluctant. wave. I'm taking – I'm taking. I'm riding the Tampa Bay wave. Um. Because I think they have the least stressful path to playoff success. They don't. They control their own destiny to the four seed.
0: Yeah, they got after this. They got the Saints in Carolina.
1: They literally control their own destiny to the four seed. They have a quarterback that's confident. They have a coach like I'm not like I said, I'm not a big Todd Bowles guy, but I think Todd Bowles just does a good job of just kind of knowing. Yeah, I'm the head coach, but I'm getting out of the way. I'm letting the they have playmakers on offense, especially in the passing game. And Baker Baker, like I never thought he was a great quarterback. I didn't think he should get I didn't think he was going to get the number one overall pick. But once again, get your shy glasses ready. He's got Moxie. (laughs) He's got it. It's locked in Um, and he has a big play threat in Mike Evans.
0: Mm -hmm. sometimes Sometimes gonna be lucky next year when he comes in there
1: or maybe they find a way to pay both baker and mike i don't know because that looks like between the two of them that's probably best case scenario you're at 52 million dollars to 55
0: maybe
1: if baker Baker takes 20 if baker takes 25 and mike takes 25 you're at 50 but each one of them could probably get 27 and a half to 30 baker on the low end of the quarterback scale but he's probably gonna want as much as he can get out of that scale because he missed knowing out in the on way these nfl expansion. teams
0: no, in the way these nfl teams work tampa's gonna trade for jake browning you know uh, <laughs> the <Jets laughs> um, you know th- then we got uh oh i'm taking the bucks too then in a shock to me i shocked myself i'm taking the bears over the cardinals
1: me too. And I think that's probably gonna backfire for both of us now. Yeah. I had well, no I, reason I, to pick the Bears other than I,
0: well, I was pissed off because I picked them last week and they should have won. The they were up seven they were up seventeen to seven. I you picked know them all
1: uh, the time. And if even,
0: even after Tung dropped that pass, you know, they were still they still had a seventeen to seven lead. Comet was going off. And then they just hold a bear on us.
1: That's the thing. And if I I felt like this last year, it was like, I feel as if the bears play well enough to entice a good head coach to say, I could do better than that guy. Because when you lose, they're still going to lock themselves in. Okay. Beating. Okay. Carolina. Somebody like somebody like Eric B the enemy. If Tomlin moves, I don't know if Belichick does Chicago. I don't know Harbaugh. Harbaugh I think Harbaugh. I saw, I saw Michigan LA.
0: just got a notice of some more stuff today. So,
1: man, everybody gonna get some notices of stuff. Everybody cheating <laughs> college football. I don't know why. You, listen, I'm looking at the camera. Every team is cheating in college football. Every team has a ring. Not accurate. Every team has somebody that's connected to vegas everybody has State. somebody that's getting paid on the low not Rutgers. Everybody's cheating everybody's <laughs> cheating
0: Rutgers need to cheat better
1: everybody's violating something some people doing it better than others and when you do it too good for too long and somebody don't get that 25 grand cut that they were expecting then they snitch because then whoever doing investigating would them sub, you know, supplement that money and pay them off some other kind of way. But everybody, yeah, just in that case you were, on.
0: just in case you were wondering, South Florida is now up on Syracuse forty five to nothing in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, it's not a good game for them. Uh, but yeah, I think Harbaugh, I think Harbaugh likes the big city. I think he likes the, the limelight. So I, I would see him Play there. if he, if he took any, if he took any job, he would take the Chargers job. Yeah. I think that would be the only yeah. job you would take. Uh, but, yeah, I'm taking Chicago. I'm, it probably will backfire. I don't know. But I just feel like Chicago, they just seem to play well enough to basically allow another coach to flirt with them because they're still – Carolina loses gonna get number one pick. And if they lose, they're probably going to get five or six. If I'm a coach, if I'm maybe not a Tomlin, but a B enemy, but enemy is going to get fired. That's the problem. It's going to be hard right. for him right. to then sway the Chicago brass once he gets fired, unless they b- believe that the Washington new ownership group just simply wants to clean house
0: and That's they what will, I'm they'll,
1: they'll ignore that and say we'll give you we'll give you a clean slate in this interview process. We won't look at you as a fired coach. Or maybe they do something crazy like go get Staley. Oh, Who Jesus, knows? Don't, don't or, do that Josh, or Josh. I'm um, moving Daniels.
0: on. I'm moving on. Denver over New England.
1: <laughs> you heard it <laughs> here with first. This conversation. Denver, over <laughs> Denver over New England. Josh uh, McDaniels going to get an interview for the Chicago coaching job.
0: Denver over New England. I got Denver, Denver even one, though I feel was. like
1: Sean Payton treats Russell Wilson like a child, and Russell Wilson might be the uh, angry black translator uh, a la Key and pill and Obama, Minute obama skit. Yeah. He might need to go be <laughs> like some MB looking ass dude on the sideline that so when Sean Payton comes over there talking, that dude can respond because he was chewing Russ out. Like, I know, I understand it's being coach- be Back
0: The basic training, man.
1: I have children. I'm raising young men. You're not gonna just talk to me any kind of way in front of these other dudes. I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. I'm I'm not a violent dude. I'm like so you're not. going well, well, you.
0: well,
1: to happened. That's what happened when. that's what happened when I got crazy, arrested in Kuwait.
0: That's what happened when I got arrested in Kuwait. Like uh, <laughs> like uh, the security forces girl comes out there. You know, I'm a staff. She's a tech. You know, but normal operations, she's a dog handler, but they put her in charge of like the whole flight. And I was having some issues with a TCN. She comes out there yelling at me and raising her voice and doing all these things. And I told her to back the fuck up and get her finger out of my face. And I got cuffed. And she said, why did you think you could talk to me like that? And I said, because you was talking to me like that in front of my people. You know what I'm saying? Like they got to see that I can hold my own and that I will, you know, hold my own, you know, beyond yeah. the fact. I had to say, you know, I,
1: had to, I-, I looked a guy in the face one time. I was trying to talk. He kept cutting me off. Like, hold on, man, just let me finish. And he kept cutting me off. And he was like, You talk more than anybody at this meeting. I took a deep breath. I never forget this. I looked over. Who the fuck you think you're talking to? And everyone was like, <laughs> I, And I was like, I just in process. Like, I think I just yeah. turned in my in processing checklist. Like I'm just settled in like I'm just getting access to my email like I'm that new and I'm in this meeting and I said that and stood up and they were like oh this dude is yeah I'm like listen you're not going to just talk to me first of all I'm new I did the same thing when I was a young airman so as a staff sergeant I'm like listen you're not going to just talk to me any kind of way like you can have your feelings you could talk about me to whomever. Don't right. talk to me crazy in front of people that are that you told me should respect me. And the way Sean Payne was talking to Russell Wilson's like you you told me you put the C on my chest I'm the captain. I'm the quarterback. I'm a Super Bowl winner. i uh, been to the two Super Bowls whatever the case may be. I have clout in this profession and then you just talk to me this way and that's why Remember last year, K.J. Hamler was open on that slant against the Colts? Mm -hmm. He took his helmet off Mm -hmm. and slammed it down. People already are kind of teetering on the respect level with him anyway. And then Jerry Judy, when he was open on like a deep crossing, you know, instead of just being like, damn, and coming off the field, like, yo, I'm open. Can we run out again? Yada, yada, yada. He makes like a scene. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Like you, you allow that. Like if I, if I talk to my child's mother crazy, I can't be surprised if I'm not around and she calls me like, your son was talking to me like this. Like, what? Well, right. I'm doing it to you in front of him. Right. And that, and even I'm going to pick Denver off of talent because I think New England just doesn't have the talent to like piece together these victories. Um, yeah, I do when you're you relying on Ruffin. Juju,
0: you got bad Juju. You know, we we'll
1: put Hey, right I think your Kansas City will take him back. They love to have him in the hey. slot right now.
0: Speaking of Kansas City, won six straight over the Raiders by an average of seventeen point two. I don't know if they're gonna win by seventeen point two, but they're gonna win.
1: At Kansas City, you still got Aiden O'Connell. He's a. I mean, you're not gonna put Jimmy Garoppolo in. The sixty-three points obviously was a Madden scores an anomaly. Like when the dude doesn't quit, you just keep playing and you end up winning. Uh. It was crazy. It was good to see. I liked it. I'm pretty sure Chargers fans didn't mind it because they got Staley out of there. It gives them this new hope. But yeah, I'm taking Kansas City. It'll be closer. It'll be a lot like the New England game, 27-17, 27-14. Somewhere on those lines.
0: lines. And then finally, is this the last week that I have to acknowledge DeVito? Get him out of here. Philly by Three touchdowns.
1: Just because you said that he's gonna rally, I'm still gonna pick Philly because it's that it's it's in Philly,
0: thirty-one really, to
1: ten. It'll still feel like it still feel like pretty much a home game because Philly. I mean, I know people are familiar with the Tri-State area, but it's not that long to get to Philly if you're a Giants fan, unless you're a Giants fan like Long Island. But most of Long Island fans yeah. are Jets fans. But if you're like a yeah. Giant fan from North Jersey, you get on the Turnpike get down. So it's not a crazy drive for it to be I think the links like 70,000 seats. I can see it being you know 28, 30,000 Giants fans. What I like, you know, nothing crazy. 20 plus, 25 at least. Yeah. 25 to 30,000.
0: to watch this embarrassment. I love it.
1: Go I watch mean, it. hey, if- overrated city, overrated quarterback,
0: oh. all that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I said it.
1: We New York City, the greatest yeah. city in the world. The city has more postcards than any other city in the world combined. Yeah, that okay. city in rotation. Yeah, yeah, city it's that has more tours.
0: Place. Yeah,
1: second best pizza because best is in Jersey. Shout out when
0: when when your claim to fame is Mister Logical talking about watching a homeless dude on the bus. That's yo. It. That's the best
1: <laughs> part of it. I'm telling you, <laughs> yo, some of the most entertaining shit you'll see in the city is like stuff. that. The only thing I be like about
0: New York is Seinfeld. I'm
1: telling you, man, like they probably filmed that in L.A. Uh, and Clan. A dude with a cape on, <laughs> quoting lyrics from Captain America. I don't know what he's getting his words from. Or dude just start rapping while you're walking down the street. No shoes on. <laughs> yeah. Or like the dude... Rocking, you know, it's riding through the city playing the George Michael Christmas song in the little the little bike and buggy. I think or I y'all. like LA better. I'm telling you, man. I I like you LA gotta LA get better. in a you gotta get in a cab. <laughs> you gotta get in the New York City cab, right? i I that like New York is great. So we get in this cab, right? It's a minivan. Get a minivan, we're going from Dumbo to Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It's like super gentrified, but we you know, we're trying to hang out. So, there's an ambulance. Jay Z could have bought Dumbo, and you know yeah. how he feel right now. Yeah. Dumbo. Dumbo, so <laughs> it's an ambulance, probably I'm gonna say six cars behind us. We're at the light, two cars in front of like a cab, another car in front of us at the light. We're in the cab. So, people start moving out of the way because the ambulance is coming through. The ambulance kind of driving up on the median. My cab driver sees that the people are moving out of the way for the ambulance. So he just takes off in the lane where the ambulance is supposed to go. As far as he can go. He just riding out because people see the ambulance coming. They get out of the way. He's driving. He's like, I'm taking it, I'm taking it, I'm taking it. So then it got to a point where he had to move out of the way for the ambulance because we went like a couple of blocks doing this, just letting the ambulance basically be the lead blocker from behind. Ambulance gets around us. He immediately gets behind it. He probably saved us like 15 minutes uh in the uh in waiting from you know try to get from where we were going and then on the on the parkway trying to get from like i said from dumbo over to williamsburg it just was chaos but it was so it was no shocks in the van you could feel every bump in the road but it just was chaos and if you get in a cab outside of manhattan manhattan is super slow you can't even get up to speed but if you get in a cab anywhere outside of like the boroughs. You're gonna have a story like that. New York is just great. It's just great. Seventh Street Burger, shout out best Smash Burger you, you'll have for six dollars. It was incredible. Yeah. So I mean, the video is probably gonna lose. Philly is yes. dope. The Tri-State area is dope. I love it. I love all the fans out here who who chimed in. Shout out to John and Molly's had an argument with some guys about the 76ers. He's still gonna owe me a shot. Um the Beanie Seagull, shout out the, the Oskino yo crazy shout out to young
0: chris even though jay-z stole What's your
1: flow listen when i went to a club in philly back in oh three it, it was a tuesday night it was tuesday night club no it was club evolution okay. tuesday night it was jam packed two in september not a summer night september tuesday night in september it was jam packed and i was looking at my boy i'm like yo is this what it's like all the time in Philly? He was like, yo, any night, it's like this. Any night, I was like, it was bananas. So shout out to Philly. Shout out to, you I know, Jersey, it. obviously. I love Netflix Philly. Even though,
0: Baltimore, even though Baltimore done passed y'all on the cheesesteaks. sticks down. You know what I'm saying? I still cap. love it. Cap. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Stop cap it. is what's on your head. That's what, that's what a cap Stop is. Stop it. Yo, you know what I'm saying?
1: You can't get a better cheesesteak out of this area, man.
0: You, you can't. Know, but but you can get. Couldn't we talked get it about Ja Morant deep. the other. We talked about ja Morant the other night. How about the Grizzlies with that thirteen point win over the Pacers tonight? No LeBron tonight, so of course the Lakers are getting work. I, I told you, appreciate. Sure. Well, it was it was like twenty one. I mean, it was like uh yeah, it was like eleven last I looked. Um, yeah. I told you. That the Wizards are coming through to get a win tonight. You know what i currently, currently up by 15 on Portland with 7.58 left in the third. So they got time to blow it. But so far, so good. But what we're here to talk about is the one, the only, Zion Cheeseburger Williams. Getting his money taken away.
1: Etouffee.
0: Etouffee. A to Faye Williamson, crawfish, everything. You know, saying po' boys everywhere, getting it all, getting his money taken away. No guarantees. They have the right. If this keeps up, he does have the right to get the guarantees back. From what I was reading, you know, he can yeah. meet the weight, you know, restrictions and all this stuff, and he can There's get the some money benchmark back. Benchmark
1: stipulations that he can meet that right. will get him his money back.
0: But, but as it stands right now they could theoretically cut him after next season and not owe him anything. What Mr. Logical think about this?
1: Cut him. I'd cut him. I'd cut him because if I have to tell you to be in shape so I can pay you $231 million then obviously something's not lining up with either your desire to play for my team or your desire to play this sport at all. And I get that money can't be your greatest motivator because studies have shown that that's not the case. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that simply because he has a $231 million, million contract that that should be the sole piece of his motivation. But it should be a large part of your motivation because of what 231 million dollars can do for you as a person. We people talk about generational wealth recently. That's your first big contract. If you play it out properly, you're getting. Like if we look at Jalen Brown's contract, got him 340 million dollars. The next big deal is probably who's young, probably up, up and coming for a deal. Maybe Luca. I don't know if Luca got his, his extension yet, but maybe no, he's he in has that window. Been. So he's in that window to get one. So that 340 is probably 365 with Luca, 360, 365. Mark Cuban is the, the eccentric billionaire. Now you're in there, you could be looking at 60 million dollars a year, like another three year six three year, 180. On the tail end, you opt out, get you three year, 180, 60 million dollars a year, simply by just being good for your team and in shape. Because Jalen Brown isn't one of the top players in the NBA. He's not a top four or five or even 10 player in the NBA. He's just really, really good for his team. He might not even be 15. And he just he just in the position, to he's ready to be in position to get this contract. Zion, you're you're literally for your lack of work, putting yourself in position where you're not in position for the next contract. So you know if, I Zion gotta, makes, if I have to incentivize you with this money and these, these stipulations, like he shouldn't even be close to that. You know up, Zion I know what makes walk. me
0: think about. He makes me think about this girl. I was talking to back in the day <laughs> and I, and you know, I had to hit her with the mace, you know, like, you know, I'm just saying that to get you mad. And we were having our <laughs> conversation, and she was like, no, but I just love you so much, and you just can't get right. And I said, you don't love me. You love the idea of me. <laughs> the Pelicans don't love Zion. They love what they, they never me a deal. he would be. They love what they thought he would be. So I was team trader's ass on draft night. That was me. You know, get him to Charlotte. Get him to Lamelo, and oh, by the way, Lamelo's out again. Oh, you talking figure. about
1: this recent draft night? I thought you were talking yeah, about the night that we drafted him. You talking about this oh, past no, this, one? Yeah, this oh, you talking by. about the, make that you you would have made that deal to get him to Charlotte just to get the number? They had the number two pick, correct?
0: Yes. So
1: yeah. you would have yeah, sent yeah, him to You know, you know,
0: yeah. I would have probably not took Brandon Miller at number two, but. I mean, he's looked good so far, but 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 you know, but the point, but the overall point is, is that you you know, like, okay, let me get dark for a second. You know, there was the rumors that Biggie was going to leave Bad Boy. So at some point, it's like, yo, you you worth more to me dead than you are alive if you're going to be with somebody else. Yeah, That's where we. Fun. That's where we at with Zion right now. Like you're not here, you're not available. Like last year, I think it was 29 games he played. You, you know, you like you weren't here. So as much as I think I love you, as much as I think of what you could be, I gotta see it. Seeing is believing. You're sometimes. not gonna
1: see it. You're not, You're gonna not going it. to see That's it. The and then, and then when I look at it, you, you knew right that now, They knew that when they said the extension that they weren't going to see it.
0: Right Right now, he's at his lowest field goal percentage of his career. You know, down a whole 3% from last year, even though he only played, you know, 29 games. He's shooting just over 28% from three. And he's previously had a season of 43. You know, I'll have to look and see how many games he played that year, but... He was thirty. He was at thirty-seven percent in his twenty-nine games last year. He's at. He's got his lowest blocks right now, you know. So how much when you he looking
1: Because I've seen. That's what him. I was going to say. Way, he looks way not bigger. bigger. He looks way he looks bigger than he looked because the remember last
0: there was at one point there was one point where I think we saw a picture of Zion or I don't know. Someone if it was said a picture, he was nearly three hundred pounds? But, but no, no. But but there was a picture where he was looking like he was small. Like kind of small, like because like what relatively speaking, that? I can't remember. But I just remember it was right before the 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 the, the porn star stuff before we were talking about it, that. So
1: it might have been the tail end of last season where I think he was theoretically he was probably in his shape his trying back. to make a comeback. Yeah, trying to work his way back. Got the deal. The deal was locked in, and. It's guaranteed. They didn't play him. They didn't play him. Maybe they didn't play him because they didn't want to hit these benchmarks. Because, uh, you know, I want to give credit when I had this, When I heard this conversation from, we talked about this in a pre meeting on the odd couple, Chris Bouchard, Rob Parker. Their conversation around this issue around the draft time was, "Do you want to be the GM that sends Zion to another team?" And he turns into a superstar, not necessarily like LeBron or KD, but just an NBA superstar. Like turn him into a superstar, or do you want to keep him and pay him? And is a it's a dud. I yeah, personally would have, I would have taken the route of trading him. While you had some value, you not you're not going to get the projected value for him simply because you any any business negotiation will look at the fact like Shannon Sharp said this on one when he was back on Undisputed. He's like, if I know you got to get you have to get rid of this car and it's worth 10,000 but I know you got to get rid of it, I'm not gonna offer you 10. I'm off you seven. Because I know for whatever reason, whatever situation you're in, you gotta get rid of this car, even though it's worth 10. I'm not gonna give you 10 because I know you can't keep it you were going to get pennies on a dollar for Zion. You might've only gotten the number two pick from Charlotte and maybe, maybe one or two role players. Maybe that's all you were going to get, but you make that move and then you pair Ingram with Brandon Miller and you see where you can go with that, with the role players because now you simply don't even have to answer the Zion Williamson question. Even if you become successful in Charlotte, if he doesn't, all those questions about his weight, all those questions about his contract, all those questions about his work ethic, all the drama with the off-the-court stuff, that listen, it happens, it sucks, but that's not your problem. So now it's a GM. And
0: Lamello can't stay healthy anyway.
1: My phone's not blowing up all day where I got to answer questions about this, you know, quote-unquote distraction, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. I have my mm-hmm. team. The coach has his players. You can make your make run with that. On top of the fact that he hasn't really shown you like, oh, this is I am a valuable asset. It's not like they're on TV. You don't see a bunch of people wearing Zion Williamson's jerseys. I don't think he's in the top jersey sales. They're hardly on TV. They don't make deep playoff runs. It's like this marquee player you had, like we talked about the other night, that should have been a marquee matchup. Number one versus number two picks in the draft. But one guy was being a knucklehead trying to, you know, trying to do hood rat shit with his friends. And the other guy can't stop eating A2FA and grits. And then they went and lost by
0: 30 to the Lakers in the semifinals of the IST. I think that's what we're calling it now, the IST.
1: IST. But he, I mean, he could lose by 30. It happens. But at least lose 30 pounds. Being in shape and losing by 30 dudes, people lost Kobe lost by a bunch in game six In the finals against Boston When they won the championship He came back and still won two more But if Kobe was super out of shape And they got their ass kicked That all season, I would really entertain the idea of moving him Because it's like, dog, you're not even ready for this moment This is your moment We're already paying you It's not like he is in a situation where he's not getting paid Like we're paying you be ready, be ready for the job you want us to pay you for. It just feels mm-hmm. like he's not.
0: That's what they told you in the military, right? Like, like, like do the work of the rank you're trying to get. Yeah. You know, you want to be a master sergeant.
1: Do the master you sergeant. You don't work. become
0: you don't become a master sergeant the day you put the stripe on.
1: You do it on the way there.
0: Every yeah, everything you did led to you being a master sergeant. So so I get it, you know, but you know, but it reminded me of the Kyler Murray contract conversation where
1: I had that written
0: down. Yeah. Yeah. He had to give up the video games and all this kind of stuff. So, so the first question is, I guess the money is just that great. But my first question is if you're Zion and they put all this stuff in your contract, why are you signing it in the first place? He,
1: because he didn't work. He didn't, he's never operated from a position of leverage after the draft at Duke was the last time he was in a, a basketball position of leverage
0: when he blew his shoe out. That was the <laughs> when he blew his
1: shoe out and he, and he came back for the tournament. Obama was at that game. I think LeBron was at that game. Obama was at that game. Obama walked out after he blew his shoes. Like, I don't want to see anybody else. But that was probably the last time he was a position. No
0: respect for R.J. Barrett.
1: Yeah, with that, this jump, that thing. Uh, <laughs> so Zion, he just, he never really, he started gaining weight, then got drafted by New Orleans. I remember Stephen A. Smith, he said it early. He was like, listen, man, we got a young brother that uh seems, seems to be putting on some weight. He sent him to New Orleans? Like he was like, you know how good if there's an orange? You know, I talked all fast. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, that could be a problem. Because I had a troop go to Iraq. He went to Iraq 160. I replaced him six months later. He was 207. He won't lift any weights. I put like, <laughs> on 30, 30, 40 pounds in Iraq. He was like, Usually you out. lose 30. <laughs> we, went, we went there he's like i'll show you and i went to the chow hall and i was like oh, all the food the chicken wings the chicken breast, the grilled cheese steak uh what is what else they have like indian food night soul food night well yeah he took, how you deal yeah, with the mongolian yeah mongolian the cookies and ice cream well we would eat and then he was taking a bowl of ice cream in the truck back to the shop i'm like that's how you put on all this weight <laughs> in iraq because it's just the food was everywhere it's free and it was very good Then he kept getting injured, and then he was pretty much, I want to say he was coddled because I don't want to say I have inside information, but he was their flagship marquee player. So I don't know if people were on him the way they should have. I know CJ McCollum alluded to people not being ready for injury. Rumor has that it was either about BI or it was about Zion. Mm -hmm. Either way, people shouldn't have to sneak this and drop hints about you being ready. Especially if you look around the league, look at the guys winning champ- championships. Steph never looks out of shape. Mm-hmm. Never. Even Draymond with his antics always looks ready. Clay always looks ready. KD always ready. LeBron always ready.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: these guys, are, you rarely see these guys just balloon up rumored to like nearly 285, 300 pounds. Like, dog, you play mm-hmm. basketball. You can't beat 300 pounds. <laughs> you out That's here weighing days. more than the linemen. Yeah, you out here like a Cleveland Browns lineman. You better no get in with Desmond Bain.
0: Yeah, so what What other uh, – I know you had some other contracts you wanted to talk about too.
1: Oh, we talked about the Bobby Benita contract. Yes. Him, him getting paid forever. The old tiny contract that just came out. So they deferred. I don't know how this is even legal, but it looks like he's getting <laughs> through $68 million from 2034 to 2043. Uh, like I said, we had the video game clause. And, that, and that's another thing is like, if I got to put in your contract, you got to be on time to work 80% of the week before <laughs> it gets avoided. I got to really think to myself, like, yo, am I really late to work that much to the point where it has to be in a contract? Like, or if
0: I'm, I'm the team, 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 if I even got to ask this, if, why if do I, I want to you?
1: Put the, if I have to put that in there, if I have to put, I need, I need you contractually aware that I expect your level of preparedness to be this high.
0: I need <laughs> which you which to read the playbook four hours a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> like-, <laughs> like Mike Thomas says, the
1: standard. Mike Tomlin says the standard is the standard. So whatever standard you set, that's the standard. So right. if I got to contractually mandate that you meet the standard, I cannot offer you a contract that's two hundred million dollars plus a quarter of a billion. Kyler Murray got a quarter of a billion dollars. And within that contract, they told him he has to study film and not play video games. Zion Williamson got $231 million to play basketball for a few years. And in that contract, they were like, yo, dog, uh, you got to stay under this it weight. Limit.
0: Mom, dog. It's just so they
1: like- <laughs> that, that construct in and of itself. And then on top of I get you miss games. But like, you are a big guy that that has knee injuries. Is that Burt Kreischer? It is Burt Kreischer. Always taking the shirt off. You have knee injuries. So stop adding weight. Stop adding weight to your knees. hmm Like, I mean, we all military people, you, you know, you have had flat feet, knee injuries, stuff like mm-hmm.
0: that.
1: I'm like, okay, yeah, I might not always take a bunch of weight off, but I'm like, you know what? Let me spend the money on comfortable shoes. Let me get insoles. Let me – let me if I'm going to work out, let me get the proper shoes. Let me not just grab a pair of LeBrons off my rack and go try to play basketball. Let me go get some shoes. that have some good cushion. Do some research and say, hey, I want to play basketball with my son. I want to hang out and you know, be in these environments. Let me get information that says, okay – what basketball shoes good for a guy with flat feet? I got damian Lillard's shoes, they're good. I put the insoles in them. If you are a 260 pound dude already, you should be like, uh Is adding 15 pounds to my 6'6 frame bad for my reconstructed knee? Uh, probably. Maybe and, I should know, take it off.
0: And that's what I told <laughs> Lindsay. Like, you know, like before I got fat again, you know, she was like, uh She was like, Hey, you know, I thought you had all these goals. Like, you know, you was going to do this and do that. And I said, yeah. And then I learned that once I hit 175, my knees hurt. (laughs) So, so like, I can't go above 175 if I want a good quality of life. Like, you know, no matter how much I want to be and how much weights I want to lift and all that stuff, like for me to be comfortable I got to be, at, and that's why I'm not comfortable now because I'm at 188 right now, but yeah. you know, I need to get down to 175 to be comfortable.
1: I can't lift more than 70-pound dumbbells over my head without a spotter, but I went up to 90 one time, and I felt the, and I was like, never doing that again, so I, I've always stayed below 85. I've never gone yeah. above that, no matter how much I've worked out since the last 15 years. I'm like, that's enough. I know that limit, but I know that because I've worked at it. So right. Zion, like, yo, you should, especially if you know that the team is put you in a position where they're going to get rid of you. There's another Zion Williamson out there. There's another guy mm-hmm. that they can pay, you know, $40 million a year for five years to play your position to give them what you give them. You're not like this. If you're one of one as far as like Zion Williamson. You're special as far as like how your family feels about you, but as far as this business goes, they can replace you, and that's why they wrote it into the contract so they have leverage to replace you. It's like someone has to be in your ear that tells you you need an OG in your ear that tells you this is what this paragraph means, not your agent because your agent can be fired and he's not getting 10 to 15 percent of that 230. You need somebody to. Either in the building, an old head at the end of the bench, a mentor somewhere that can tell you, you, Charles Barkley, you may, you may hate what Charles Barkley says about you on TNT, but if you heed his words, because I'm pretty sure he had that conversation when he was playing. He probably knows that if he weighed 20 less pounds, he probably beats Jordan. He probably makes a real credible nba finals run multiple years out of his career he probably knows that i don't know how if, the, if he said that but i bet he thought like you know what if i played at 225 to the 245 for those eight weeks at the end of the season i probably could have won x amount of rounds in the playoffs Mm-hmm if I would have kept the the weight that I played at my MVP season, if I could have played like that for three more seasons, Shaq probably tell you the same thing. Shaq was unguardable until he got Mm -hmm. fat. Unguardable. Orlando, early LA. He said
0: he he looked back at it. He's like, you know, I used to get mad at Kobe, but you know, like he was right.
1: Shaq looks better now than he did post the first championship with Dwayne Wade, Miami, so that was 2006.
0: Mm-hmm. From
1: 06 to retirement. Current Shaq looks better than any of those guys. I think Shaq, I mean, I doubt he can go out there now and I don't know how his knees and feet are playing, but if he worked to the point where if he would have been in that shape and that size in the league, like his youth and the way that he's working out now, Shaq, could have seven championships cuz you couldn't guard right. him you simply right. couldn't guard him he averaged 36 and 17 in his nba finals when he was at his peak prime and he year, always he always had a good guard with him always kept a good guard cuz it's like i if i can play with shaq that means three people are either watching me and shaq at the same time not possible for all six of those eyes to be on both of us and then you can't guard me as a guard like Kobe knew those dudes can't guard him on the perimeter. Dwayne Wade felt the same way. And you knew damn sure it's not a dude in the league that was built to guard Shaq. You had to play yep. six on five to, to to stop Shaq.
0: Yeah, and there wasn't even nobody out there that was really holding Penny like
1: that. You know, injury young stopped Shaq, Penny. Young Shaq, muscled up Shaq. If Shaq would have stayed that 36 and 17, Los Angeles, Lakers, Shaq. For four more years, I don't think Tim Duncan has five rings. I think they keep. I think they. I think they keep running in the West. I think LA keeps him. I mean, maybe they trade mm-hmm. Kobe. Maybe they make a trade anyway. But if you right. got Shaq,
0: or maybe you go grab T Mac or something.
1: You replace Kobe, and you know. But I think you keep Shaq. Zion, granted, he's only six six. I don't know if he has that if he would have that kind of muscle up. But he could he could essentially in shape, stay in his position, average 22 and 11 on that team without breaking a sweat. Mm-hmm. He was shooting 60, 60.1%, 61, 62% from the floor in those 29. Yeah, even,
0: though, even though his uh, field goal percentage is down 3% this season, it's still 57.8. Exactly. So it's not as if he dropped down to like 41% and you're like, how the hell is this possible? Like he's a walking 52% just looking at the rim.
1: Just getting, just getting to getting the ball on the elbow dribble drive, left-handed.
0: It looks like they've been trying to do more like point forward stuff with him, which isn't conducive to his size either.
1: Because he's he's not in shape. Right. Jokic can carry 280 because he's 6'11, 7 feet tall. The yeah. or Zion is 6'6. So he's and probably, closer, Jokic. To, he's, <laughs> probably closer, he's probably closer to 6'4 and a half, 6'5.
0: They probably yeah. have Barkley t-
1: Barkley, yeah. Barkley, people will list him now as 6'6. Barkley for years they said Barkley was six foot four, playing mm-hmm. power forward. Yep. So yeah, that's why
0: I like. I just don't understand it because I just feel like either he's miserable in New Orleans and he's trying to make them trade him, or he just don't give a shit. And I just rather believe the former than the latter.
1: I I'm just gonna say I don't think he gives a shit because I think he <laughs> probably goes out there and like I can still do what I I can still play basketball because like yeah, you're still said, averaging twenty. Yeah, Jokic is just like, you know, there's things that are big in basketball, family's big in basketball, and it looks like he doesn't care, but he's out there, like, grinding and playing. Luka's the mm-hmm. same way. You don't see a lot of Luka Instagram videos in the off season. him you know, doing yoga, Pilates and all that. Like, LeBron, like, that's his offseason. But he still has his wine and he does his public events. But Jokic is like, he says it out loud, like, oh yeah, there's things that are big in basketball.
0: But I go to go with my
1: horses. When it comes to basketball, every night it looks like he only cares about basketball.
0: Mm-hmm. Even though
1: he says a lot, like I, but you could tell by the way he plays, like, oh, yeah, I still care about this shit. I just don't think it's the end all be all to my existence. Right. And with right. Zion, it just looks like he just plays for fun.
0: And see, and that's why I like you know, on a different note. That's what I see when I look at teams like, say, the Celtics, you know, uh, that game that they blew in Golden State the other night. I saw the same exact Celtics that I saw last year that didn't learn the lesson, you know, that they get caught up in trying to shoot all these threes. Like I, I saw one play. They got the rebound. Four times on one possession.
1: Possession. Shout out for threes.
0: Shot threes and, and didn't make any of them. I think they scored something like four points in overtime, you know, because they just kept jacking shots. And it's like, look, you know, and I know, you know, this is one of those, you know, sports reports is order. Take your shots. But Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are supposed to be what we thought Kawhi and Paul George were going to be.
1: Makes, sense. You, makes know,
0: sense. you know, they're they're younger. They got the length. Pause. You know, they in the passing lanes, you know, they can score. You know, Jalen Brown still can't dribble, but Tatum can even facilitate. So that's the problem. That's the opposite. I often say that,
1: Where, like, that Tatum is like if you drew a basketball player, you draw him like Tatum.
0: Well, that's the but that's the problem. It's the opposite because you got Kawhi and Paul George. So Kawhi here, Paul George here. Whereas in Boston, Tatum is the Paul George, but he's the one that's here. And Brown is the Kawhi that's here, you know, with the killer instinct that
1: Paul George probably doesn't I, have. The, the thing that I think will save Boston is that they, they have Drew Holiday. They have they have a, a brain that can stick his head in the huddle and give – like championship championship guidance to the other four people looking at them when the five guys go on the floor. So I think you go, you take your lumps in November, December, especially when you're a good team. But when it comes down to it, they're up for in late March and they can close out Philly and, and get the number one seed in the East. Drew Holiday will be, Hey, this is what you got to do here. I'm going to take Maxie out. You two got to double and B because he's going to kick out here, get at the Melton. He doesn't make pressure shots. Like that conversation on the floor, like that That point guard extension of the coach, because we know the coach is still working through his lumps because he was kind of abruptly put in that position because of Adoka's, you know, termination, mm-hmm. early termination last mm-hmm. year. So we're not sure exactly how much he's improved. We were highly critical of him in the, postseason like especially on those miami runs you get up 14 multiple times in the series or multiple times of the game and that team claws 14 to tie the game back up the next time you're up 14 or 15 and they get it down to eight call timeout.
0: yeah hey, like you know he's got to learn just like we tell rich people you can't take the money with you
1: you can't take them timeouts in the locker room with you. Man, take them timeouts, get your team settled, figure you know, it out. He
0: must have been what he must have been watching Phil Jackson growing up, you know, because Phil, Phil Jackson was never Jackson had a those great timeouts.
1: philosophy. He had a great you know, philosophy, but he didn't let it go from 16 to zero multiple times. In well, a he also
0: he also had you know <laughs> three of the top 10 players of all time, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, sometimes you play with skills, good luck will happen, you know what I mean
0: you know but but you know but yeah so Boston you know like I said like you said I'm I, I'll give the benefit of the doubt and say that it's early but I just don't like it because I feel like it's what doomed I saw some of the same things that doomed them last year in the playoffs you Absolutely. know um and and like Miami is like the definition of let's do things harder than they have to be like instead of 16 and 12. You know, you could be 19, and you know, yeah,
1: but they'll, I think, they'll be all right because I don't know if they care about the record, other than but I don't know uh, if you can rely on, playoff.
0: I don't know if you can rely on being a six seater lower and getting to the finals every year, you know what I mean?
1: But if you think about it, who has a championship pedigree to cache? Above them, if they were if they were six, who you who are you afraid of? Orlando, no, no, Boston, no, Philly, no, because
0: you beat them,
1: no, Cleveland, well, no, well
0: maybe Philly because we saw what Jokic did to Bam, yeah, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, but in the playoffs you got to beat me four times. All right, Embiid, go go forty and ten every game. I'm gonna stay glued to Maxi and make Melton shoot you kickout shots.
0: Well, that's until they get Zach Levine.
1: I heard I heard that too because I was like, because <laughs> in the car it, it automatically kicks to the radio when the, the Apple CarPlay doesn't connect. Philly fans, passionate. They were, this guy was saying how he thought the starters were good, the bench was good. And I think they he's like, and the guy, the host of the show was like, you think they can make a deep playoff run? You think they can get past the second round? That's what he said. He was like, I think I think we get I think he was like, I think we got to play it out. And the guy, the host was like, I don't think so. He's like, because uh, he's like, Melton's not a starter on a championship team. And the guy was like, so who do you think we could go get like on the market right now that we can go get? And he was like Levine. And I immediately thought the only way to get Levine, you're going to have to deplete something. So easy to lose Harris or something. You gotta lose a starter. or You gotta lose a large chunky of your bench or starter and chunk. Your even
0: bench. if it's not well, even if it's not Levine, the other name that they're being tied to is OG Adanobi.
1: I mean, maybe you can give up less for him. Yeah. Or maybe you have to give up more because he's younger and he's less problematic. Zach Levine might well, the, be well, maybe, well, good well, a little maybe not because.
0: Well, well, maybe not for Adenobi because
1: Adenobi a free agent after this season. But they're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they're, if if you got a guy that's a free agent next year, it's like, I don't want to give up these assets and that guy can walk. Right, or, that's what I'm saying. You, so that's Give why I up these assets up and, as then, as like, much. extend them. Ex- no, but, like, I give up these assets. No, because the other team is still going to be like, I want something. Right. Well, that's a that's why you got blood out of the stone. But that's why
0: these. But that's why the deals usually fall apart because the player says, "I'm not going to resign there." Like Anthony Davis, remember the whole thing was Anthony Davis to Boston.
1: The Boston. Was that, like, was, that was not chaos. Gonna, I don't know. Like I understand, like the. Honestly, I don't want to say I understand the allure of LeBron because I've never been in that 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 stratosphere of of a person with that kind of success and influence. But just if you just took the, like, yo, like, turn the cameras off, dog. It just starts talking. So you wanted to give up the whole young bench that we have to go get AD right now or just wait till the offseason and sign him and potentially keep, like, like he's like, yo, call your boy Carmelo and ask him how he felt about the deal after he gutted the Knicks. To get to New York, Wilson Chandler was gone. Who else went to the Knicks? I think wasn't it? J.R. I think, uh, I think Smith went, right? Hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he,
0: yeah, yeah. He went, and then they lost uh, Raymond Felton. I think
1: Raymond Felton like went. I think Wilson Chandler went. I believe mm-hmm. J.R. Smith. We could. I could be wrong, but I believe J.R. Smith went in that deal. Or did J.R. Smith come after? I think J.R.
0: Smith. Yeah, I think J.R. Smith came after to be with went Mello. to
1: Denver to to Melo, but like I know the bench was depleted because that was one of the big yeah. conversations. It was like, and the Knicks weren't you going anywhere for months. You could have waited till you could have been like, oh, this hamstring's tight because it was like February when they made the deal. Their season, yeah, was especially knowing over that Amari Stoudemire, Stoudemire
0: was always hurt too,
1: It's like your season was over in April. As a Nick, as a Nick that year, like your season was not extending beyond April, May. It's February when you made the deal. So, like, this could be one of those situations where, like I said, the Anthony Davis situation was. It was peculiar. I think my favorite part of it is when he wore the Looney Tunes shirt the last day in New Orleans. That's "That's all, all folks. folks. Mm -hmm. It was subtle, but hilarious and it's i mean it goes to the, the business of basketball i just because they've given in to every whim i want to say every they it seems as if a lot of the moves potentially on a front end with lebron approved but then you see some of the other moves i'm like there's no way he approved that that doesn't make any sense well, that's what I
0: never but understood. Me and, my dad had not,
1: me and my dad had that kind because he kept calling him the GM. I'm like, listen, there's a dude who does that job. So blame that guy, even if he listens to LeBron. Even if LeBron comes in there, right. Kanye West style, stands on the desk, stomping his feet, Rob Palinka got to look up and be like, if you don't get your big ass off my desk, I'm not trading everybody to get Anthony Davis. And just live with like- that. That live with that.
0: Well, that's like looking like looking back at the boxing thing that I brought up earlier. Like it's the same thing. Like I just never understood why these dudes didn't want to beat LeBron.
1: Some, I mean, if you think about it, most people did. He didn't really get. He didn't really get the. Like, if I'm Dwayne Wade, you my and boy, and, and everything. everything. But, but him you, and the no, probably, they probably were close. They probably were close. And I, I can, I can see that. But Paul George not teaming up with him. That makes sense to me. No, Paul so George not. tried
0: to team up with him, though. Remember, that was supposed to be the trade. It was supposed to be uh, Paul George for Kyrie. Where? The
1: Cleveland. When he was trade? In Cleveland? Yeah, that was supposed to be ah, a thing. That's, that's the first time I've ever heard that. The only, t- only, oh, no, that's a thing. Only I remember the Paul only Paul George trade I can recall was the Kawhi demanding that the Clippers trade for Paul George after he told the Lakers, I'm coming to I'm gonna join the lake show with AD and LeBron, even though he was it was the year, it
0: was the year, uh, it was the year they won the championship,
1: the 2016 offseason, going that.
0: that, that Or 2017, it was 2017.
1: So Paul George for Kyrie straight up? I had never heard
0: this. I I sent it to you. You could read it when we're done here. But yeah, I sent it to you. Uh, But that was a thing. And and that was why. So that's why that's the part of the story that people don't tell. Because they're like, well, Kyrie's mad and he doesn't want to be in LeBron. Like, well, no, they were trying to trade him. Like (laughs) that had something to do with why Kyrie was acting the way that he was acting I mean besides the fact that he's Kyrie but you know yeah, what I mean I like, like Kyrie and,
1: and I believe he said that he did he didn't want to live in LeBron's shadow a lot like we talked about this before T-Mac and Vince Carter no one wanted to be the Scotty Pippen to Michael Jordan because before all the allure of social media
0: yeah it's the, See, sorry, it was. See, if this if this uh, is when this is when Paul George was still in Indiana. By the way,
1: when they were having those battles in Miami.
0: Well, no, I mean LeBron was in Cleveland by then. But I'm that's just what I'm saying. saying like,
1: they had uh, all those battles in Miami, and then he was yeah. like, "Like, I get. Like, I, I can't beat him. The join them. <laughs> I think once LeBron went to Miami." to Dwayne Wade's team. Essentially, that was the the dynamic then. Right. When he went there, after D-Wade already won a chip, he hadn't had one, and then it became his team. I think a lot of players who felt that they were on LeBron's level, because at that that point, he was a superstar, but he wasn't in the stratosphere that he is now. Mm-hmm. Like, post-Miami, Post Miami, I think he still was relatively like people felt like, oh, he only won two chips with this super team, right? But then when he right. went to Cleveland and had the four more runs, it was like, oh, this dude is different. I am not him. And but by then, guys already made these moves. Kevin Durant already made his move. And then so then when LeBron went to LA, and then he wanted AD, they're like, oh, he's and Kawhi. And Kawhi, and it was like, I was like, this this is worse than the the Miami, the Miami Heatles. And Kawhi was like, I don't want to do that. I'm glad Kawhi did. I'm glad he said, nah, I'm going to the Clippers. I thought it was kind of a snake move and I don't that think he, he regrets did. it. I don't think he regrets it either. Because championships, you know, I understand everybody wants championships, but in the same sense, like, do you just want to really ride the coattails? Because if you are well, maybe if maybe you, if Kawhi if hadn't popular, had if Dame Lillard went with tag, like teamed up with LeBron, he probably would have had a great couple of years. Like if he would have gone to LA a couple of years back for whatever LA would have sent to whatever whatever uh, Milwaukee just sent to Portland to get Dame out. If the Lakers would have sent the equivalent, you know, you know, obviously commensurate with his position and everything else, and it was Dame Lillard, AD, and LeBron and L.A., LeBron was going to get all the credit. Right. Dan Little probably would have had the best basketball in his life because playing basketball with LeBron does allow you to be better. It's like having T.O. on your team. Yeah, having T.O. on your team as a wide receiver, as a quarterback, you will have the best numbers of your career. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. Like, you will have the best numbers of your career because that guy's on your team. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, Tua was in the MVP race higher than Tyreek. Patrick Mahomes won. He was in higher in the MVP race, mm-hmm. but even though Tyreek had two hundred receiving yards in a quarter, like things like that, <laughs> you know. So like, yeah. And then we see without Tyreek, Patrick Mahomes just put up the like no one has two hundred yards in a quarter ever, except for Tyreek. And he one touch and he walked in backwards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was running away against NFL elite-level Pro Bowl defenders backwards because he was that good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think LeBron would have put Dane Lillard in a position of where he would have had that kind of – he would have had a Kyrie-like impact where LeBron could go to the bench, he could do his thing, LeBron comes back, and LeBron's going to feed you. Like LeBron's like, listen, if I can get you to rock and let you do your thing – because. I know I'm going to get eight layups off this dude that's trying to guard me. And I'm going to shoot seven threes. I'm going to hit three out of seven. I'm going to get fouled. So LeBron's like, listen, I'm getting to 27 points. I'm manufacturing 27 points of my own without the help of the rest of you off the rip. But if I can get you to 24, to 25, 26 points, even if, you, even if you figure you can get 30 and I can still get my 27, 7, and 7, I'm still going to be the hero because you weren't Mm -hmm. getting those numbers without me in Portland. You weren't this dominant with those numbers until you came here with me. You weren't those – like Anthony Davis in New Orleans, his numbers were probably commensurate with what he has in L.A., but he didn't get a chip. He wasn't considered top five, top six, top eight player in the league. He wasn't considered dominant. He was considered an up and coming. Mm-hmm. So I think like a guy like Dame getting to LA. So I don't know why guys would want to play with LeBron. Other than just, I like, mean, I guess it's I, the, got, they just think, think that's that, the easiest path to a championship. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be tough. You gotta be intrinsically tough and know like, hey, if this goes sideways, people publicly might blame me. I don't think LeBron will. Like he'll get you shipped out of town if that's the case. <laughs> if it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah but i i I just i just just feel like you know sometimes it's like pick your poison do you want to be the Mm -hmm. man or do you want to be part of something great but you gotta like you gotta be memphis bleak and
0: and my yeah, I was gonna say my dumb profile ass trying to be beans, you know. What I'm
1: <laughs> and yo, and beans probably yo beans is probably super respected. He probably, yo, he, probably I, he walks around. I'm pretty sure he walks around with his with his head high. But right now, Memphis Bleak okay. is like part of the board of the liquor department of Rock Nation. Right. Like and, and see, and I would have fucked
0: range. all that up because Jay Z would have tried to put anything on my album. And I would have been like, man, you better go sit your ass down and, you know, put that on a movie soundtrack or something. When he said like, it, he if,
1: was like, he's like, he can just sit down and chill somewhere. Yeah. As long as I'm alive, like Dear he's Summer. a millionaire.
0: I'm like, man, Bleak couldn't get a like, get a quick eight bars on Dear Summer.
1: <laughs> Yo, Dear Summer was dope. I was on that. I, I know. That. It was the best song on the CD. He was like, nah, bleak. This is gonna be me solo on your record.
0: It's the best song on like, the album. Just like just like Is That Your Chick, right? Like Bleak killed that song, but but Twister was, was on it there. too. Well, I mean, I know, but I'm just saying like,
1: everybody just killed like, that track.
0: But it was just everybody like, Bruh, killed like that track. Just like just like but uh bleak killed
1: so, but, bleak but, killed but bleak.
0: uh he killed murder murder Marcyville, and then beanie came through you know the south philly motherfuckers kill that will and it was just over yeah. with like you forgot bleak yeah. was on the
1: song but bleak was like <laughs> "All right, bet but i'm still here i still got to do my thing and i'm still here i ain't let pride get in the way and make me go try to start my own like when jay said i'm so independent i might i might buy coach because he yeah. had he had dipset guys on there, but then they wanted to go to Koch. He was like, "I'm so independent, I might buy Koch," because they came along and thought they was going to be the Heat, like mm-hmm. proverbially the Heat. But it's like they thought they was going to take over. Whereas, like, listen, for all intents and purposes, and people can like it and dislike it, and LeBron is a man. He's been in the man's league for 20 years. He's been the he's been the quintessential son of the league. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's been other people that have had championship success, there has been other people who have done things. But as far as if you pluck him out, what are we talking about? Right. So there's a value in having that kind of relationship. You would prefer to be more competitive. You prefer for him to have a Kobe, like the relationship Kobe had with him. Kobe respected him. But Kobe wanted to beat him because he respected him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You would you would have wanted Paul George to stay in Indiana to have that. You would have wanted KD and Russ to stay together to beat Golden State. You would want right. Golden State to not call KD so they can keep like listen. This of guys bet. that that we grew up with, we needed to go back and let the league know our seventy three wins were in a fluke. Right, but they pulled in KD. So I think that that's that's the piece that kind of just makes it a little bit more convoluted because it was there. The competitive the competitive matches were there, but even teams flake out. Teams give up on players. Like Utah should never got rid of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like and that was it. that was your Stockton and Malone. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you don't get any chips. How many people went in? Now look at
0: Rudy Gobert. You know what I'm saying? With the best record in the league.
1: Out here playing his role. DeAndre Aiden. Yo, you should have figured out a way to make it pop in Phoenix.
0: You know, Monty was gone. You know what I'm saying? You ain't had no reason to be mad. You should have figured out how to make it work with Monty. Like, I just...
1: Once again, yeah, like these guys, maybe they'll get on the podcast in four or five years and and spill the whole tea. Like Jeff Teague, shout out to Jeff Teague's podcast, which is incredible. I, I love listening to his stories, even on like too many clips, it's just so yeah. much detail, It's just so funny. But that that's the thing is like you you have you have this competitive nature, competitive balance. And these guys are all friends, and, and dudes need to stop front with this 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 concept that the dudes in the '80s were not friends. They were friends, cause yeah, Barkley Jordan him, was
0: smoking cigars with Danny
1: Ainge. He was playing golf with him before a playoff game. Yeah, he played eighteen holes with him before. We a playoff just didn't game. have
0: the uh, we just didn't have social media to point it out.
1: Yeah, but it, it was but happening said it since then. Yeah, and Charles Barkley was was with other NBA players when he threw that dude to the the window at the bar that weren't on mm-hmm. his team. They were all hanging out. Him and Jordan would hang out all the time. These guys hung out yep. all the time. They were friends. They were All the time. They were the only people who could relate to their life. You think they're not going to hang out? How many people right. live that life? Right. 100%. You know, so.
0: But, yo, we live this life so you don't have to. Sports <laughs> reports is ordered. You know what I'm saying? Biggest movement since Dipset. Holla at yeah. your boys we be back dip, on Tuesday.
1: Dip, 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 dip. You
0: know what I'm saying? we be back on Tuesday. 2-5 Daily coming at you. Lock happy holidays. Merry soon. Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Happy Chinese New Year. I don't even know
1: when it is. Chibazal. You know what I'm saying? I think happy it's February Boxing or something. Day, Canada. Happy New happy, Year's. Happy, happy Boxing Flag Day, day. Canada. <laughs> Boxing day Flag Day?
0: No, Boxing Day. Flag Day is our day.
1: Yeah, happy boxing
0: day, Canada. You know what I'm saying? All that. You know what I'm saying? Just be happy, be merry, and come back on Tuesday with us.
1: Tell your grandma about us. Peace.